Hello and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It PC. This is Season 2, Episode 22. Much to the delight of the panel, Cole D, Liam Tompkins, myself, Patrick Fergus. Football season is on the horizon, so we are here to give our predictions. And we're going to do this, uh, we're going to break the conferences up into two episodes. Today we'll start with the AFC. Basically how this is going to go, we're just going to go by division, give our our opinions, how we think it's going to shape out. Obviously these are predictions, so anything can happen, but we're going to give a little um, explanation why we think, who's going to finish first, who's going to finish last, who's going to do well, who's the X factor of the division, that kind of stuff. We're just going to go through that. Um, Cole, when's kickoff? September... September 8th, I believe, we got Kansas City, Kansas City and Detroit on the 8th on a Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. We'll we'll get into this. We'll get into this in the NFC episode, but I'm fucking with Detroit this year. Mm. I'm fucking with Detroit. Okay. Uh, We'll start, though, with the AFC North. Mm. Cole, you want to start off with uh, what you think? Who's coming out of the North? Who's coming last? What are you thinking? So I'm actually going to start with the last place team because if I'm not mistaken, for the first time in NFL history, I'm predicting that every team in a division will go over 500. In last place, I have the Cleveland Browns at 9-8. and eight. Now, that is a little bit of a conservative prediction for the Cleveland Browns because I'm not fully sold on Deshaun Watson. He was legitimately awful when he played last year so it's hard for me to imagine that like he's gonna make enough of a jump in a tough division where the browns are gonna really push for first place so i I do have the browns in last but i could also see them being a team that surprises a lot of people and maybe even win that division so i think deshaun watson is a big x factor but I'm, I'm going to say that they, they go 9-8. and eight, A bit of a conservative prediction there. In third place, I do have the Pittsburgh Steelers finishing at 10-7. and seven. And in this scenario, they will be the seventh seed in the playoffs, the last team to sneak in. I just think they're a good all-around football team, good head coach Mike Tomlin, really good defense, improving offense. I think 10-7 and seven is, is a good spot for the Steelers with their second-year young quarterback, Kenny Pickett. In second place, at 12-5, and I have the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are a great team. They are a great team, top to bottom. I still worry a little bit about the offensive line. I worry a little bit about Joe Burrow and his calf to start the year. But at the end of the day, they're too talented. They have have way too much top-end talent with Jamar Chase. Uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, uh, Trey Hendrickson. They have they have good young uh, players in the secondary. I like Dax Hill. Their linebackers are good. Their D line is good. They're just too talented not to finish with at least ten wins. And I, I have them going twelve and five. Obviously, first place that leaves the Baltimore Ravens. I think they go thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. They're a really good football team. I believe. In, in that receiver core now with Zay Flowers, Odo Beckham, Rashad Bateman, uh, even even uh, Mark Andrews, you count with the, with the receiving core. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 believe, I believe in that offense, and the defense is always solid with the Ravens, so 13-4, I think, is, is a good prediction. 
You have the Ravens, 13-4, and four, top in Coles division. LT, what are we thinking for the AFC North? Now, for the AFC North, I have a team that is 13-4, but it is not the Ravens. I have the Cleveland Browns going 13-4 and four and winning the AFC North. I am sold on Deshaun Watson. We saw it in Houston. Obviously not playing football for a full season, then coming back, even being suspended a crazy amount of time. Um, he has to come back. We saw him in Houston. I mean, he was a great quarterback. He was thrown off everything that happened off the field. I feel like it's in the past now. Nobody's – I mean, people are always going to talk about it, let's be honest here. But at least he can focus on football right now. And I really feel like with that run game too, with Nick Chubb, um, they got Dalvin Tomlinson as a free agent on the defense as long – or um, also Juan Thornhill at safety, which is a good acquisition. They really needed a safety there. Um New and improved defense with a already solid offense with the run game. I really think Deshaun's going to step it up and up that pass game this year, though. So uh, for first place, I got the Cleveland Browns. And second, I got Baltimore. I agree with uh, most of the stuff you said there, Cole, so I'm not really going to add anything. Um, Cincinnati, I got at 11-6, and six, but um, getting third place, same record as the Ravens, though. I uh, I also think we should give a shout-out here to Trevor Simeon, the backup quarterback here who might play some games. In his career, he has an 81.3 QBR, which I feel like when you see the name Trevor Simeon, you would think a lot worse than that. And I feel like we see a player who can really, I mean, maybe get the ball to Jamar Chase and just, I feel like for the Bengals, that first, those first, those, excuse me, those first five games, you really need Jamar Chase to just go out there and go for 150, maybe a touchdown every one of those games if they even want a chance. And uh, last place, I have the Steelers going eight and nine, which isn't bad. I mean, with Tomlin as a coach, you really can't go, you can't be an awful team. As long as he's coached, they've just been either a playoff Super Bowl contender or just like a 500 team. So I feel like it's going to be some more of that. Uh, good development year for Kenny Pickett, maybe. Um, I see a lot of promise in Kenny Pickett, actually. I think he's going to be responsible for a lot of the wins for them this year. Um, possibly a Pro Bowl ceiling for Kenny Pickett. Um, but other than that, that's really all I think about the AFC North. Well, I'm very surprised I'm the only person that's going to have the Bengals coming in first place. I think they'll they'll go 13-4. I think Zach Taylor's proven he's a legit head coach in the NFL. I know the Burrow... Injury is going to have have some impact, definitely. But as you mentioned, LT, Trevor Simeon, I think they'll get decent backup quarterback play. And I think that's really all they need because the rest of the team is is re really so damn talented. They just need someone to kind of, you know, plug the hole until Burrow gets back. Maybe they'll go 500. Maybe they'll go, you know, two and three or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Just kind of hold, hold the dam from exploding until Burrow gets back, you know, don't start off zero and five or anything crazy like that. But I mean, you got Jamar Chase. You got these people. They're they're so talented. I don't think this is going to have that big of an impact, especially if they get solid quarterback play. So I think they'll go thirteen and four coming first. I think the Ravens coming second, eleven and six. I love the addition of um, Todd Monken as their O coordinator. Uh, He's plenty to work with. My boy Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews. Mm. Obviously, they re-signed Lamar. You know, what are you getting from OBJ? He's obviously still got some talent left in there. <clears throat> but, I mean, 
for that, for the Ravens is really about health. Can everyone stay on the field? Cause obviously they have a, a great, like a young, a young talented defense. I think they will be a top wildcard team. Uh, I just don't think they really have, it's going to be a tough division, I think. Uh, and I don't think they'll get, I think the, the Bengals will squeak it out, but I think it'll be close. And I think the Steelers come in third, uh, nine and eight. I think this is a team that's like very old school. They got a stout defense, steady run game. You don't really know what you're getting out of Kenny Pickett. You know, he kind of had little something last year, but nothing too impressive. They got a Hall of Fame head coach. This team is boring, but they're going to win games. It's one of those teams where they win the boring games and that, you know, they, they, they just find a way to win. And the, the Browns can make me look very stupid with this pick, but I think they go eight and nine and finish last in the division. It's really all about what Deshaun Watson does, because if he's Texans, Deshaun Watson, they are formidable. Chubb, uh, you know, Amari Cooper, Goodwin, uh, Joku. I mean, it, it's a, it's a talented, talented team. If he's like what he was last year in those six games where I think he had like terrible QPR ranking like bottom five or something, uh, you know, they're not going anywhere. So I, it really depends on what you get out to Sean Watson. Maybe getting a full offseason with the team improves that, but we'll see. Again, they can make, make me look very stupid, but I I don't they I'm not I'm not completely sold on it like LT, who's got them winning the division. This is what so, you love. This is what you love about predictions, man. Like all of us have yeah. a different answer for number one, completely different rankings. I mean, can't wait for the season. Uh, it's like this is the only division in football in a positive way where I could see all four teams. There's a scenario where all four teams could win that division, I think. Uh, you know, we'll talk about the NFC next week, but for a different reason, like the NFC South sucks. Like any team could win that division. But the AFC North, like all four teams should make the playoff. They're all talented enough to be playoff teams. And I think that's going to be one of the most interesting divisions, especially because what are the Browns? You don't know. You kind of know what the Ravens are. You know what the Bengals are. You know what the Steelers are. What are the Browns? Are they going to be? Are they going to be a, a middle of the road eight and nine, nine and eight team, or could they explode and go thirteen and four like LT predicts? You know that that's the that's kind of the beauty of 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 this of this uh, Cleveland Browns team. Gotta love it. Well, let's move on to another, uh, what I think is a great division, the AFC East, where we have um, the newly revamped Jets hoping to take the crown off of the Bills, who have won, I think, three years in a row now since the ending of the Pats dynasty. Um, but we'll get into it, Cole. We wanna, we'll do the same order. So, Cole, why don't you start us off? So, I am going to start with the first place team this time, which to... Many people surprise, I believe. I have the New England Patriots winning this division going 12 and 5 on the season. And this may be this may be a hot take, but I love the defense. I love that they have a real pick, Cole. Great pick. <laughs> Absolutely great. I, pick. I uh I love the defense in New England. Bill Bill always has those boys playing great uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And I think they have a legit Offense. They have a good offensive line. They have a real offensive coordinator. I like Mac Jones. I, I love Ramondre Stevenson. Juju Juju replaces uh, Jacoby Myers, and I think the receiving core is formidable enough to where now that they have real stability on the offensive side of the football, I see them being a playoff team again. I think the defense is that legit. I think they're probably going to be the number one defense in the NFL. 
even if they're a middle of the road offense, I think they have potential to be better than that. So I'm going to say they go 12 and five and then winning that division in second place. I have the Buffalo bills at 10 and seven. I think they fall off a little bit this year. I have questions about the O-line. I have questions about the depth on defense. You lose Tremaine Edmonds. The only linebacker I really trust on that team is Matt Milano, who's an all-pro level player. But, you know, the rest of that core is, is suspect. The D-line is good, but Von Miller's coming off an injury. Um, Ed Oliver has been inconsistent up and down. The O-line I don't trust. James Cook, is he a true – can he take on the workload as a running back? Are they going to have to run Josh Allen a lot? Are they going to try to play hero ball like they did last year and kind of fell apart? I have too many questions about the Bills, but I think they're too talented not to win at least nine games. So I have them going 10-7. and seven. In third place, I have the New York Jets also going 10-7. and seven. I think they get off to a really slow start and then turn the season around. I think they're going to go through some major struggles early, early on. I wouldn't be surprised to see them start 0-4, even 0-5. They have a really tough stretch of games at the start of the year while they're all trying to figure it out. But I, I have them finishing strong, ending up going 10-7. and seven. I think Rodgers has a good year, but I have questions about the O-line. I, I have questions about, uh, you, you know, is, is Salah and Hackett ready to, to, to be elite coaches and lead a team like that and really turn them into a true Super Bowl contender? I don't know. We'll have to see. In last place, I have the Miami Dolphins going eight and nine. I don't understand the hype behind this team. Uh, I, you know, the O line is bad. I, I get it. People love Tua. You love Tyree Kill. You love Jalen Waddle. They're explosive. They're fun. Mike McDaniel. Their key piece that they added, Jalen Ramsey, is out till December. Teron Armstead is hurt. Their O line is already bad enough. Right? They're in a tough, tough division. I just see them as a, kind of a middle-of-the-pack team that their floor is six wins and their ceiling is nine wins. I don't see a team that people are predicting to win 13 games and take this huge jump into a Super Bowl contender. I don't know where people are seeing that. I honestly don't get it. Um, so, yeah, I have them going eight and nine. I think they have a solid year. They're just, they're just pretty average to me. Well, Cole, personally, I, I absolutely love your number one pick, but, I mean, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll move on to LT. LT, do you have the Patriots winning the East? I do not, so I, I'll get this out of the way because you pretty much nailed it with the Coward. Dolphins. Not a lot of hype. So I got them going at 6-11, fourth place. I have the Pats wow. at third place, though. Wait, wait, who did you say you had in last? Uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay, I thought, you said, I, I thought you said the Patriots. I, I, I oh, misheard. No, 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 I, misheard. No. I said I'm getting this out of the way, so. I can talk okay. about the Patriots. Okay. I mean, I don't have the Patriots much, much better. I got them going 7-10, and 10, one less win than they got this year. I feel like it's just going to be more of the same. Mac Jones, in my opinion, cannot hold it down. I don't care how good that defense is. They're just going to be a mediocre team this year. I'm not really sure what the 10-7. and seven, I guess they have kind of a hard schedule when I was looking through the games. Um, they could probably bump that up to 8. Um but seven and ten, I—that's my prediction at least. I feel like they won't get over the hump this year. It's going to be a tough time. Maybe the defense will shine through, but that offense—it just—it's not—it's not doing it for me with Mac Jones at the helm. I just feel like he's a quarterback that just can't hold it down. He can't get the job done. And in second place, I have Buffalo going eleven and six. 
Um, you pretty much see it every year with the Bills. We know this team. Um, I gave it one more win than Cole said, but we just they're they have hot streaks and cold streaks almost every year. We really don't know what will come in the playoffs, but at least for the regular season, I got them going eleven and six, and that means I got the Jets in first place solely for the reason that we got Aaron Rodgers looking happy again, and I feel like it's been years. And even when he was miserable, I mean, he was putting up almost MVP caliber numbers. And the Jets have always been that team, especially last season with Zach Wilson. They're a quarterback away from being a great football team. And I think Aaron Rodgers is exactly that guy that they need. The defense is young and they're only getting better. And the same thing with the offense, really, with his weapons. He's got Garrett Wilson, another young guy. And I think it's going to be a fresh new start for Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets are going to go 12-5 and and win the East. Well, I also have the uh, Dolphins in the basement. They are for me. They go like eight and nine. I think they're a decent, decent team. Uh, this is just a tough division. The AFC as a whole, I think, is a bit of a gauntlet. Uh, they got a tough schedule. I mean, Cole mentioned Jalen Ramsey, big pickup out for a good portion of the season. Uh, Tua, you know, there's always. I think there's always going to be injury concerns for them. I think they're a tough schedule, but they'll miss the playoffs because they're in a tough division. Next, I got the Patriots at third, 10 and seven. I think the understatement LT is understating the importance of installing a proven offensive mind like Brian, um, like Bill O'Brien in the place of a clown show puppet disaster class that was Matt Patricia last year. Um, Mac Jones is not going to wow the pants off you, but he was better than he was last year. And I'll tell you that watching him, you know, have to fight with his own OC on the sideline was very frustrating as a fan because you know this guy, you know, Mac Jones is not a Justin Herbert. He's not a Joe Burrow, but he's not like Cole mentioned, like they, I think they could be a better, a, a top 15 offense. I think they could be like a decent offense and the defense, you just know the defense is going to be great. It's a Bill Belichick team. The defense is going to be elite. I think again, they have a tough schedule though, which is why I have them finishing third. Um, I think it'll have a decent season. Um, you know, but like nothing, nothing special. Ten and seven. Two, I got the Bills. Eleven and six. I think the Bills remind me a lot of the Blue Jays in the MLB, except they've had a little more success. But the Blue Jays, everyone goes into the year. The Blue Jays have so much talent. They're so good. This is finally their year to do it. I get the same kind of vibes as the Bills, where they're they're expected to win games. They're going to win games because of their talent. But it's just not been able to put been put together into a winning recipe. And I think. The over-reliance on Josh Allen, I don't think that's going to stop. I don't think that's going to stop. So Cole mentioned the hero ball. That's kind of how they play. I don't think that's going to change that much, to be honest. So I think, they'll again, they'll have a decent season. they got too much talent to be bad. They'll go 11-6. and six, They'll finish second. And much to my dismay or maybe my joy, because part of me feels bad for the Jets fans, but I think they'll, they'll win the division this year. When I look at this team, I look at the roster – this is a this is a twelve. This is a thirteen win team. This is a very good team. When you add when you take Zach Wilson out, who is possibly the, the least competent quarterback I've ever watched on an NFL level, it, it, week in and week out last year, when you put a Hall of Famer, possibly the greatest, obviously not quite in his prime anymore, but still, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's still got a lot of left in the tank. He's got a lot left in the arm. I think Robert Sala is a great coach. Their defense last year was fantastic. And I've said this multiple times. If you put anybody else, anybody else on the field besides Zach Wilson in some of those games, they, they win those handily, 
handily. They win those handily. I think they'll have a great season. Super Bowl, maybe not. We got some good teams in this conference, but 12 and 5 AFC title for the Jets. Wow. So this is interesting because uh, you guys both have the Jets winning the division, and I have the Jets missing the playoffs barely. And I, I, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we're not, when we haven't been t- talking on the podcast and we've been talking about the Jets in private, I feel like I've been the highest on the Jets out of, out of all three of us. Uh, I, I, I like to, you know, I joke that the Jets, you know, will fail because they're the Jets and like nothing, if they go fucking five and 12 this season and Rogers just sucks and everything falls apart, you're going to be like, that's so Jets. But, you know, being objective and just looking at the roster, if they stay healthy, which is obviously the question mark in every NFL season because there are so many injuries. But, I mean, you have – that roster is loaded, I think. I, they, they have a great roster. they got a good coaching staff. Hackett is not a head coach. He's much better as an offense coordinator. Um, you know, he's buddy-buddy with Rodgers. Like, I don't know. I just think – I think they'll have a good season, and I get the I I understand the slow start thing. I, maybe that is true. I could definitely see them having a slow start. My 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 thing with the with the Jets, they have maybe the toughest schedule in football. They play New England twice, obviously, the Bills twice, obviously, and the Dolphins twice, obviously. Those like as much as I say the Dolphins are average, all six of those games are tough. They play the Eagles, the Chiefs, and Cowboys. On top of that. They have an insanely tough schedule. And I, I just think at the beginning of the year, things aren't going to go very smooth, and it's going to be a tough hill to climb. And maybe they do end up sneaking in the playoffs, but I have them barely missing the playoffs in my scenario. All right, well, we covered two very fun and intriguing divisions. Let's move to the to the shitster of the AFC South, where we got a bunch okay. of hop and slop here. Uh, Cole, what are we, what are we thinking? Who are we, who's coming out of the South? Let me, let me take a wild guess. Go ahead. Go ahead. So as you can probably guess, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming out of the South and I have them going 13 and four. And that may seem like a lot of wins, but that is mainly because I have them going six and zero against their own division and seven and four against the rest of the league. I don't know if 13 and four accurately suggests the level of football team I think they're at because I have the Bills and Jets winning 10 games and I think the Jaguars are on their level. I just think they have a way easier schedule and a way easier path to being the one seed in the AFC, which in this scenario, they're the one seed in the AFC for me. So I have them going 13 and four. The addition of Calvin Ridley is huge. They have so many weapons in that offense from Zay Jones. I mean, I mean, Zay, I just said Zay Jones, like he's their third receiver. Uh, you could argue he's their fifth receiver because ETN and Ingram are going to get targets too. Like that's ridiculous. They have weapons galore. I think the protection is improved. Anton Harrison looks really good. The defense is young, which with potential, which I really like. And they already have some good players on the defense. Andre Cisco, Tyson Campbell, you know, they, they, they're a really good team in second place. I have the Tennessee Titans going nine and eight. Um, Again, it's just kind of a middle-of-the-pack team with a good defense, good coaching, and stability and experience. Their O-line is bad, but Tannehill and Henry and Hopkins, they're all experienced. I don't expect the offense to be great. I think it's probably pretty average, and then the defense is is pretty good. And I think 9-8 and eight reflects that pretty well. You know, just 
middle of the road, whatever. In third place, I have the Indianapolis Colts going five and twelve. And um, I don't know. I mean, there, there's not too much to say other than Anthony Richardson is super exciting. Hopefully, things work out with Jonathan Taylor because I would kill to see that rushing attack with Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor. What Shane Steichen would be able to do with that is is really special. I just don't think they're quite where they need to be yet, uh, which is why I have them going five and twelve. They definitely are a team I look at in the future with Richardson to be to be better and Steichen. And then the fourth, I have the Houston Texans going four and thirteen. Again, just a young, inexperienced football team with an inexperienced coach with a bright future, I think. So those last two teams we talked about, the Colts and Texans, although I have them finishing with four, five and four wins this year, they have bright futures, bright young head coaches, bright young quarterbacks. Things are looking up for them, but this is not their year. <laughs> I mean, this is an extremely boring division. There's really nothing yeah. <laughs> pretty much said everything here, but I'm going to give you one thing. I have the Colts going eight and nine with Richardson. I really think he's going to put on a rookie of the year kind of performance. That's my pick. We're going to go into that later, but I already revealed mine there. But I, I have them going. I got them going eight and nine, still finishing third because I think the Titans with Tim Kelly as their offense coordinator, especially with D Hop, I think he might be able to squeeze some a little. I'm not saying he'll go back to his prime, but he'll definitely get him some. T- decent numbers. I mean, maybe a couple touchdowns, you know, I'm not going to say a thousand yards, but definitely close. We'll see something good with D hop there with the Titans and uh, first place. I got the Jags going 12 and five there. Um, you pretty much nailed it there with uh, T law. He's only going to get better. Should make a good run in the playoffs. I mean, we'll see how that goes with uh, Ridley coming yeah. back as well. Um, the only question with the Jags is the defense, in my opinion. Um, but then in last place, I know this was kind of out, out of order, but it's a boring division, so nothing else we can really do here. Yeah. But I got the Texans going uh, two and fifteen. Uh, wow. I think Stroud is wow. going to over there. Yeah, they're going to be worst in the league, in my opinion. Um, they have a decent run game, but really their offense is what scares me because their best option, really, when you look at their targets, you got Dalton Schultz, maybe. And that's Bro, their receiving their receiving core is so dog shit. Yeah, I don't see yeah. their receiving core is game. so dog shit. I don't see him winning I mean, they, four games. They better hope and pray that they get Marvin Harrison Jr. in the draft. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like <laughs> CJ CJ needs Marvin, bro, because that receiving core they they have some like decent. They they just have a bunch of number threes in my opinion, and then Schultz is like fine, you know. Yeah. But like John Mechie, Nico Collins, Robert Woods, like they're all number threes right now. So it's it's not moving the needle. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll run through it real quick. Jaguars first, obviously. I think they'll get twelve wins, twelve and five. Cakewalk division. Uh, Titans. I think eight eight nine second place. I'm hoping uh, Derrick Henry sets the single-season rushing record as my fantasy running back. Um, Colts, I said 5-12. and 12. Very excited to watch Anthony Richardson. I think uh, Shane Steigen is a great guy uh, for him to have. You know, you've seen him his work with Herbert, uh, Jalen Hurts on the Eagles, developing these quarterbacks. So, I mean, the right kind of guy to get Richardson. Obviously, crazy high ceiling. Texans, 3-14. and 14. I mean, I guess you can watch for Stroud, but other than that, I mean, you got a defensive head coach in his first year with a rebuilding roster. 
gonna be a tough watch. Gonna be a tough I watch. I guess if there's if there's something I could say about the Texans, it's that I think their defense has legitimate potential. Uh with Jalen Petrie, Will Anderson, Derek Stanley Jr. and D'Amico Ryans. I think there's potential there to be a top half of the league defense. But I mean, outside of that, you're really you're really looking at next year uh, as your year to to go in, right? I, I mean, we're not we're not expecting them to go crazy. And then the Colts, uh, eight and nine prediction was your prediction, LT. Yeah. Uh, I, I I mean I, I could uh, there's a world where that could happen. I mean Shane Steichen, I, we saw last year right with 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 uh, Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings won what thirteen games, and I get they had more experience than the Colts have now, but you never know with these young offensive head coaches what they can do. When they get a talent like Anthony Richardson, maybe they do sneak out eight, nine wins. And the sole reason yeah, I, I said, sorry, Pat. The sole reason I said it, the sole reason I said it is just that I really felt like um Richardson, he's gonna really go out there and establish himself as that as the best rookie quarterback in this draft class. I don't know what you guys think about that. Maybe that's another episode, but I really think he's the best guy when it comes to pure raw talent. And he's going to show it. He's going to come help his team compete. I'm not saying a playoff run or anything, but eight and nine, they're going to be a competitive team this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, to me, the Colts strike me as a team that is one of those bad teams that always loses the close games. So they could definitely be in a lot of those games where they, if they were good, they would win and be nine and eight or 10. And, but I feel like they would just, they come short. Like those, those kind of teams where they're, they're always kind of in it, but they never kind of, you know, consistently win. They always kind of, end up losing somehow but we'll head out west for the final division afc west where the defending champions the kansas city chiefs look to reclaim the division title cole what are we cooking well uh i'll go first place chiefs 12 and 5 i think that's pretty pretty standard stuff in second place i have the chargers missing the playoffs this year as much as that pains me to say i love justin herbert i i actually I think they have potential to be better than this, but it's hard for me to look at their track record. Also, a tough con- it's a tough conference to make the playoffs. There's just a ton of talent in this conference. I have the Chargers going 9-8, and eight, barely missing the playoffs. I think, I think their offense has a better year under Kellen Moore. I still have questions about the defense. It's a tough schedule. I, I don't know. I, I, I think they could be better than this, but I'm going to go 9-8. and eight. In third, I got the Broncos, 6-11. and 11. Sean Payton can only do so much. They still have protection issues. They still have depth issues. Uh, you don't know what Javante Williams is going to look like coming back. Shit, you don't know what Russell Wilson is going to look like, really. Uh, so 6-11, and 11, the, the, again, a team that has potential to be better than that, but I have too many questions to say to actually predict that they'll be better than that. And then in last place, I have the Raiders. Just an untalented team at the end of the day. They have Devontae Adams, Max Crosby. I'm I'm hopeful about Tyree Wilson, but as a rookie, is he going to make a big enough impact where they win more than four games? I don't know. It's a team I look at. It's a decent offense. It's a bad. It's it's a bad defense. I think it's a pretty uh, not a successful head coach in a tough conference. I think they go four and thirteen, and probably look to draft a quarterback. It is about time that you finally jumped jumped ship and said that the Chargers are going to miss the playoffs. I mean, obviously, you didn't say anything about Herbert there, but in my opinion, Herbert can only take you so uh, so far. But I'll give you this though: for the Chargers, um, I really think that Quentin Johnston 
that draft that draft pick was gonna be is gonna be excellent for the Chargers. Um, that connection. This is another sleeper for AFC Rookie of the Year, um, easily or Offensive Rookie of the Year. Sorry, but this is this is a good offense. But that defense, even if they have the defensive coach now, I really don't know how far this team can go. So I have them going ten and seven. Um, the Chiefs, I think we all can say they're gonna win. I got them going fourteen and three in the division this year. Um, Broncos going seven and ten. It's probably gonna be the same as last year when it comes to Russ in the offense. Maybe a little better with Sean Payton, but like you said, can only take him so far. And I have the Raiders going five and twelve. I'm really like, like you said, it's a decent offense. Maybe Devontae Adams can help the team a little bit, but even his, he's getting a little older now, so we don't know how. And I heard he got hurt during practice. Now, um, I'm really not sure how far he can take this offense. So we'll have to see how that goes. And a very unimpressive defense for the Raiders. So can't see them getting more than five wins. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this division, it's it's pretty much going to the Chiefs, I think. Yeah, I got Chiefs first place, 13-4. and four, uh, It's the Chiefs. Moving on, second, we have Los Angeles Chargers. I said they go 10-7. and seven. I'm not sh- I didn't really do the pl- – I really should have done this, but, like, the playoffs – um, 10 and seven. I'm not quite sure if that makes playoffs for them. Uh, I think I got a couple 10 and seven teams, but, um, yeah, I think I have absolutely zero faith in Brandon Staley to do anything. I think he's a terrible coach. Um, Justin Herbert's a great quarterback. It's kind of a prove me something season. Uh, prove me something, you know, Broncos. I say they go seven and 10, pretty mediocre work in progress. O-line average pass. Wilson's not going to be able to carry a team like he did. Uh, Sean Payton's a good hire, I guess. He's not going to win you anything substantial. And uh, finally, the Raiders. I expect Jimmy G to get be getting dragged out of a strip club by week five. Um, it's just, it's not a good recipe for me. Uh, O-line issues and a bad defense in a league where scoring points is more, uh, people are scoring points more efficiently than ever before is... Not a good sign. So I think they go five and twelve. Off. No, I'll go four and thirteen. Four and thirteen for the Raiders. Um, out, Joey. Blue balls. Your team sucks. So that wraps it up for the divisions. Let's well, run through I, our. So, div- yeah, wait, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Real quick, just a recap of the of, of of the West, right? I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They're going to win the division. The Chargers. It, it really pains me to say. And you know what's crazy? Like. I was very high on the. I felt like when I was talking to you guys, I was high on the Chargers and Jets, and I have them the lowest out of the out of the three of us, which seems seems a little weird to me. But uh, anyway, the Chargers, I do think, are a team that has potential to win like twelve games. But I feel like they're always the team. Like you said, you said the Bills remind you of the Jays. Bro, to me, that's, that's the Chargers. Like, it's- and and. I want to be clear, like, this is not a reflection of how I feel about Justin Herbert. Like, I feel like Justin Herbert is a top four quarterback in the NFL. And I will I will continue to say that uh, until he plays bad. I, I legitimately think he plays bad. I don't think he's the problem. The problem is, has been the offensive play calling, the lack of speed on the offense, and the defense has literally given up the most points in the NFL over the last three years. Like... Staley is supposed to be a defensive head coach. I, 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 at what point is it just like, fuck? What are what are the, what are we supposed to? They have to, they have the talent. I don't. I, they're one of the most frustrating teams to me. Um, Staley, I, I hope they can be better than what I think. 
Staley, Staley's a dog shit head coach. Bottom line, I don't know how that guy still has a job. Uh, but I, but it's exactly what I'm saying. It's a show me season. They obviously have the potential. Show me something. Show me that you can win games consistently. Win 12 games. Show me something. In in, in my scenario, I have them going nine and eight, and I think that would lead to Staley being fired. And then I honestly, oh my think- god, dude, if he if they like. They just resigned Herbert, so now it's time. They're going in. Right. This is they got to win now. This is kind of the time to really have some winning seasons, have some good seasons, have some playoff. Run. If I don't know how this guy still has a job, if he doesn't have has a job, if they miss the playoffs and he has a job after this year, I will be oh, shocked. They fire him. The, the rate they fire coaches in the NFL, it's unbelievable. They give him one season on a rebuilding. I, I mean, I don't know how this guy has a job. In my scenario, I think they fire Staley and end up hiring Kellen Moore who they just hired as their offense coordinator. And then, you know, the Broncos are the Broncos. They're going to win five to seven games and be pretty bad to mediocre. And then the Raiders, they just have no talent. Like, I, I, it's it's honestly shocking how little talent they have. Like, they have Max they got, Crosby. Bro, got Max Crosby. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> they, have, they have Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, and Josh Jacobs. Dude, I mean, are you kidding dude, me? They got Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> they got Aiden O'Connell. He's next up. Bro. Oh, Aiden God. He's next up. That wraps yeah, the divisions well, we can... up. Let's let's move on to the some award predictions, some individual yeah. achievements, shall we? Um, we'll just same order, just run through what the major ones. We're doing MVP, uh, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, comeback player and coach. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. Cole, go ahead. Uh so for coach of the year. I, honestly, I, did, I didn't even write down Coach of the Year and Comeback Player of the Year. So, actually, I'll do those last. My MVP. I'm giving Lamar Jackson his second MVP. In, in my scenario, the Ravens win 13 games. I really dig the Ravens' offense. I think they're going to be new and fresh. I think with Lamar with those weapons and his ability to run, I think he puts up a similar season to what Jalen Hurts did last year, maybe even a little bit better. And I think that's enough to give him the MVP for this year. My offensive player of the year, maybe a little bit biased because he was my number one pick in fantasy, Justin Jefferson. So maybe this is a pick where I'm kind of just hoping, but I also think it's realistic. So that's pretty much that. My defensive player of the year. I I want so badly to pick Miles Garrett every single year because I really think that he is that good, but I have the Browns going nine and eight, and I just don't see them giving the defensive player of the year to a team that goes nine and eight. Like, I just don't. So, I'm gonna go Micah Parsons as much as that pains me to say, but Micah is unreal. It's, it's honestly that simple. He's just amazing. Offensive rookie of the year. I think that uh, my next two picks, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, are super easy. Bijan Robinson and Jalen Carter. And it's as simple as two of the best players I've ever scouted. I mean, Bijan Robinson is unbelievable, and Jalen Carter uh, is probably a top 15 player in the NFL right now. Uh, he's that good. And when they give the award to, to, to like Will Anderson because he had nine sacks and Jalen Carter had like three because he's a defensive tackle, even though he's getting triple teamed every play, like we all know that Jalen Carter was better. I hope. I hope he just acknowledges it. And then Bijan, he's he's a dog. He's gonna get like fifteen hundred yards and be a beast. So that's <laughs> so I, okay. Comeback player, uh, who even was like 
I don't even know. Like who think was about it, Cole. Think about it, Cole. This is obvious. We were talking about I mean, this. But like, but like, do I just say it's, Demar? It's too obvious. It's too no. obvious. Give him the award. <laughs> I would actually be upset and offended. I would be offended if they, they put if they gave it to Demar. Bro, they've already written his name on the award. It's just sitting there collecting dust. Bullshit. I'll go. I'll go. I'll try to go different. I'll go. Uh. Ah, uh, shit. I don't even. <laughs> you know what? I would honestly, be, didn't. You know would be funny. I didn't think that one through that much. I'm not gonna lie. What if? What if we got a Deshaun Watson carry Cleveland Browns team going 13 and four, like I said, in the hey. comeback player of the year? I'm not gonna pick it because fuck Deshaun Watson. So I'm gonna go. Jamar Chase missed time last year, I guess. I'll okay. go Jamar. <laughs> he played in the I don't know. And then coach of the year, I'll go, uh, I don't know, fucking Doug Peterson. There. All right, I'll see. Um, I wrote nothing, so I'm just going off the dome. I mean, for MVP, it's really just a throw up in the air every year, so I'm going to go on. Just say something easy here. I'm going to say probably Patrick Mahomes. I mean, we're probably going to see another crazy year from him. It's just always on the table for him. Um, I'll give you one for Offensive Player of the Year. I think it's going to go to Jamar Chase because I think those – I like that. Yeah, I think those first five weeks is really going to determine how good his year goes. If you got a quarterback like Trevor Simeon throwing to you and you could still put up insane numbers, I feel like that's really going to win all the voters over, and he's definitely going to win that award. Um, By the way, my my uh, my unbiased pick for offense player of the year is Jamar Chase. <laughs> I just like, I I didn't I didn't want to not pick Justin Jefferson and then realize I took him number one in fantasy when I could have just took Jamar. Even though I'm like you know what I mean, like it wouldn't have made sense, so I just picked Jefferson. You justify? I, yeah. I stole Jamar. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm I justifying him. my own pick, I guess. <laughs> I stole him at fifth overall, so I'm good with that. I don't know. I was livid. I was livid. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> offensive rookie of the year. I'll uh, we'll go with Robinson. Uh, I mean, one of the probably the best running back prospects in Saquon. You pretty much covered it there, Cole. I mean, I thought you said you got. I thought you said you got Richardson. You're gonna go Robinson though. Uh, I thought it went by AFC and NFC, but I guess not. But um, no, no, not for, not, no I don't think. Yeah, it's I just realized that. Idea. That's why I said Richardson. I mean, I guess I already said it, so I'll I'll say Richardson for the sake of the Colts going eight and nine in my opinion so yeah he'll win i'm not even confident in that but we're gonna go ahead and say it honestly though it's unfair to even do offensive rookie of the year because it's gonna be Bijan. like it's just yeah that i mean exactly he's gonna be like saquon rookie year he'll be exactly an incredible like, athletic phenom they might as well just give him the award now yeah and uh, i guess me yeah, uh michael parsons for defensive player of the year i mean that's probably the safe bet so i guess i'll i'll agree with you with that i mean is there anyone else that you can like even a dark horse that you're thinking of? Uh I mean I I like the idea that Miles Garrett wins it, even though I have the Browns going nine and eight. Um Miles Garrett's gonna win it. There 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 are corners that always have great years. Like I could see like Jair Alexander maybe winning it. I I would have picked Chris Jones, but I don't know like what is gonna happen with Chris Jones. Because mm-hmm. he just said today that he's comfortable with holding out until like week eight so Jeez. he's obviously not going to win it if he holds out until week eight uh so i don't know why week eight yeah i don't know that's just what i saw I don't, I guess... <laughs> what changes for week nine where he's like yeah, I'll play. Uh-huh. <laughs> i don't know i guess like 
I don't know. I don't. I, I couldn't. I, I'm really. I'm. My only options were really Garrett and Parsons that I was thinking of because I think. I mean, I get TJ Watt is always like a safe bet, I guess. All right, I'll tell you what you what you got left. What I miss, coach of the year, defensive rookie, and uh, <laughs> coach, defensive rookie. Honestly, why did you make me do that? <laughs> Just <do> defensive rookie. <laughs> I mean, coach is so hard. I, I can't even Who tell fucking you. cares, right? like, really? Nick just Soriani. give it to the team with the best record. Like, Nick Soriani. Um, no, they gave, didn't they give it? Didn't Dable win it last year? Last year, yeah. That's true. Dable, Dable I think it's going to Soriani this year. That's why I said it. Um, mm. Defensive rookie. Can we refresh some names here? Because I know Carter obviously comes. Uh, we got Will Anderson, uh, Will Anderson, Nolan Smith. Uh, I mean, Jack, Devon Jack Weatherspoon, Campbell. maybe. Jack Campbell, maybe, although I don't think they usually give that to linebackers. But No, yeah, uh, I'm just thinking of rookies. It, it just seems so obvious to just say, like, I, I uh, Jalen Carter's just, like, I, he's unreal. Yeah. Like, he really is. That's really like, he's the only, so different. It was only, yeah, the only name that stood out on the same level is, like, you see a once-in-a-lifetime prospect. I feel like on the defensive end, he's really, like, He's pretty much the only guy you see there. So I guess you kind of have to give it to him there. They are already triple teaming him in priest. Like it is yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> you know, there's nobody on that level of rookie, especially on the defensive side. So I think it's a safe bet to go Jalen Carter there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right sick. I'll run through this real quick. Uh, MVP, Justin Herbert, player of the year, Jamar Chase, defensive player of the year, uh, TJ Watt, offensive rookie of the year, Bijan Robinson, sneaky Bryce Young. I think he'll have a good year. Um, mm. Defensive Rookie of the Year, I'll go uh, Will Anderson. And Comeback oh. Player of the Year, DeMar Hamlin, because he died. Coach of the Year, <laughs> uh, Robert Sala. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, if the, if the Jets win the East, he's winning it. No, 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 no. I'm changing my Offensive Rookie of the Year. Zay Flowers, book it. Oh, I like I it. I love that. I like it. That I, can, I, I can see that. I it's like Bijan. guy. I gotta go. Well, you're picking Jamar, Lamar for MVP. I mean, so Zay's having a good year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Zay's having a good Maybe year. Maybe should go Zay. Maybe I should. Zay is my guy. <laughs> but honestly, Pat, I actually like that. I like that Salah pick because if the Jets win the division, they're giving uh, the which, award to Salah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. If the, Unless the Jets win the division with like no, 10 games. But, but think how funny the Mike McDaniel acceptance speech will be, Cole. Like, he'll be so oh. funny. He's I'm such afraid a the Dolphins are too trash. <laughs> I'm afraid, I'm afraid Tua is going to throw you him out of that award. The Dolphins are winning 13 games and go to the Super Bowl. Oh, it's God, 72, Dolphins baby. <laughs> Dolphins 72, fans on Twitter baby. be making me angry, bro. Ugh. <laughs> All right, well, that, that all wraps it up. It yeah, that, we we, uh, we made some good time. Got our AFC out. We'll be back, um, I guess, next week for NFC. We got yeah. MLB playoffs heating up, which we'll get into when they arrive. Actually, we got guys, real quick, real, real quick. quick, real quick. I want to talk quick. for a second about the MLB. Are you? Uh, uh, first of all, Yankees suck. I have to get that every episode. But that's not what I want to talk about. Mookie Betts is making a strong push for NL MVP. Yeah. Really? A strong push. I have not looked. He is up to 300 average. He's leading the NL in war now. He's leading in OPS. He's he's uh He has more homers than Acuna. Is he leading in home runs? I think he's leading in I, I don't think... He's not leading the NL in home runs, no. Does but he's leading, have more? 
Alonzo and Olson. Oh, yeah, Olson. Alonzo and Olson. Um, but Betts is making a strong push. And because you think about it, like Acuna, as good as he's been offensively, he's been a negative defensively. And despite him having, you know, as many stolen bases as he does, he's actually been caught stealing a bunch, a lot too. So it's kind of the, the, the new rules also favored stolen bases. So I just want to give a quick shout out to Mookie, my guy, and never forgive the Red Sox for trading him away for a bag of peanuts. Uh, it could, could, could have been doing this, uh, but whatever. He, he could have been there. fighting. Sh- he could have been fighting Shohei for MVP. Oh, God damn it. Don't get ah, oh. Don't get me started. I'm sorry I even brought him up, to be honest. Well, you can you can you can you can <laughs> uh, do the outro now. I just had to say I didn't wanna I didn't wanna let Mookie go. In, in conclusion, in conclusion, Jaguars are winning the Super Bowl, Zay Flowers winning yes. offensive rookie of the year, Mookie Betts coming back to the Sox. All right, we'll see you next week for the <laughs> for the N uh uh, uh, NFC predictions. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate any support you give us, uh, and we'll see you next time.